Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross, Sam, managing editor of Fightful.com and FightfulWrestling.com. It is the Fightful Weekender. This show will talk about NXT 205 Live, being the elite, really any questions you all might have, stuff like that. But first, I want to give you all a programming note. I've been teasing the premium service for a while, and we announced it on uh, Wednesday afternoons. Listen, you boy, Fightful Select is launching Monday, April 2nd. Uh, definitely worth checking out. Keep your eye on it. It's going to be a Patreon-style uh, premium service, essentially. But I wanted to let you all know this show will be moving to that service. I ran this sort of as a preview, as a gauge. But here's some of the other things you're going to get there because I've had a lot of people asking. We'll have two basic tiers, 5 and $10. On the $5 tier, we will have access to Q&A videos biweekly where I answer anything that you all might have. This weekly show, of course, exclusive access to the Fightful Photo Gallery. I've done a lot of photography work in my years, as has Jimmy. He's uh, done a lot in his promoting days. You'll have monthly access to outtake and behind-the-scenes footage, bi-weekly dark match commentary. I posted a preview of that on our YouTube page. Go check that out. Uh, it was D.D. Venturi versus Molly Holly, and it was not a good match. So every couple of weeks, we'll do dark match commentary on an old WWE dark match, some that feature Randy Orton, AJ Styles, John Cena, Brock Lesnar, Shelton Benjamin, or just a complete train wreck like, like that situation with Didi Venturi. We're also bringing back the members-only podcast where I just talk to a guest. It might be about wrestling, might just be in general, but uh, more of a laid-back show. We'll do those here and there as well. And uh, also some other perks that you can gain access to in that one. 
Uh, one step up is the $10 tier where you will get early access to all the Fightful interviews. Uh, there's stuff up on the back end of Fightful that will not be seen for months because I have other projects that I'm working on with those. Uh, you'll get interviews way, way earlier than everybody else. Access to all the old members-only shows. Uh, the <laughs> uh, Jimmy Van match archive where he's got guys like Nova, Eric Young, Bobby Roode that he booked way back in the day and access to Jimmy Van's book, Wrestling's Underbelly from Bingo Halls to Shopping Malls, which released uh, a little bit over a decade ago, as well as a Fightful shirt. So definitely keep your eye on that. Some of the higher ones are more sponsor uh, level tiers where you get to pick uh, topics of uh, retro reviews or commentary shows. Uh, that's another thing that's in that initial tier. I'm doing a retro show every month. The first month will feature Backlash 1999. I got to say, it was a pretty fun show to watch. I, I had a good time doing that one, but uh, lots of stuff on that service. And we're always open to suggestions. So make sure you guys check that out. Also check out in the morning, if you're listening to this live, every Friday morning I had the Fightful Wrestling Weekly. Now, nothing that has been on Fightful prior to three weeks ago will be on this Fightful Select service. This is all brand new stuff. You will still get all the uh, free Fightful content that you have uh, come to know and love. But this is a way for you to support Fightful and get some additional content. Also, I'll talk about some things that maybe I'm not able to talk about just free and clear for a fear of many things in this line of work. But we got plenty to talk about tonight. I want to hear your questions. I always like doing this show rather late at night. We'll start off with 205 Live. Tony Nese and Mark Andrews. Tony Nese given an opportunity to uh, ragdoll Mark Andrews and be a bit of a power guy. That's an aspect that wouldn't come his way if there were no cruiserweight division. If he were trying to find his footing in the heavyweight division, so to speak, it would be a little bit more difficult for him to, to pull something like, like like that off. There's a great tornado DDT out of a moonsault counter that I'm sure they hoped would be smoother, but I still thought looked really good. Good, fast-paced action with a mix of storytelling of just pure competition. They wanted this match in the spirit of competition. Mark Andrews is trying to prove himself in this 205 live division. And he, he did a... <laughs> He almost has a Sami Zayn vibe when he enters to the ring because I'm like, are you dancing seriously or are you dancing facetiously? Which is it? It can't be both. You got to pick. He hits the stun dog millionaire out of a power slam attempt and the shooting star press wins it. Afterwards, Drake Maverick gives Andrews a match with Gulak for winning and we cut backstage to see Gulak cutting a promo, a much more serious Drew Gulak than before Drake Maverick rolled around. So, I, I like that as well. Uh, Dang MQ says, hard to believe that Nice is 205. Yeah, it is. He must be a short fella if he's he's at 205 because he is a beefy 205-er. I'll tell you that much. This Mustafa Cedric promo backstage where you have Drake Maverick and they're talking about the Cruiserweight Championship match and they, they really hammered home the buddy-friends thing. And I didn't necessarily like that. I thought they, they really poked at that too much. Oh, you're my buddy. You're my friend. We're cool. We're pals. Hey, hey. I, you need to mention it once, and I get it. You don't have to do it over and over and over and over and over again. Eventually, Mustafa takes a shot at Cedric for always losing title matches, and that's where this this competition develops a little bit of bad blood. So I'm glad that they threw that in there, but they're going to have to come up with something a little more creative down the line because you use that a whole lot, the 
oh, you always choke in title matches. And usually that's the type of thing you want to save for a bigger angle. I mean, Sami Zayn was was the most ideal angle. Sami Zayn and uh, I think Neville back in the day. Uh, back in the day. 2015. <laughs> but, uh, or maybe 2014. I can't remember. Either way. That was a really, really good example of this. However, I think that Mustafa and Cedric are going to tear it up. If, if they get eight minutes, they're going to tear it up. If they get 20 minutes, they're going to tear it up. We had this awesome fatal four-way match. It was just unbelievable. Like, I don't know if my words can do it justice. Uh, Buddy Murphy is just a freakish athlete. And since he cut down, it just fits. And not to take a shot at... at Wesley Blake or anything, but you see where his physique went and where his career is right now. But you see what Buddy Murphy has been willing to do and how that's changed things for him. And now he's on the main roster, as he should be, because he was ready years ago. And I thought that for the last year, they did a great disservice to both men by even having them split. They could have been great in that division. It's it's a shame that TM61 got hurt and that this team wasn't together because TM61 – and Blake and Murphy could have had a good series of matches on NXT TV uh, b- below the title program. But uh, Buddy Murphy's getting a real chance here. TJP, he was on fire in this match. Hit a Northern Light suplex while in a death lock. And then hit a gory stretch and a surfboard at the same time. That was so cool. I loved that. Uh, TJP was at his best in this match. If if his best was the Cruiserweight Classic, I think that his performance in this match was just a little bit above it. He was really, really good. Everybody was really good. Tozawa was good. Uh, Buddy Murphy was good. Uh, Tozawa tries to capitalize off of Kalisto's finish to no avail. Kalisto ran up. One guy hit the Salida del Sol and got knocked out of the ring. Eventually, Murphy gets the win after Murphy's Law. The right man won here. I've, I've sang the praises of Murphy previously and i'll continue to do so and that finish is just cool especially if you're going to be competing at 205 why not do something like that he goes from that half nelson cradle lifts them up and then spins them around and i'm just thinking man i that that move never even crossed my brainwaves i used to try to think of new moves all the time that would never even cross my mind like i don't know if it's if it's a move that he picked up from somewhere else or if it's something that he developed on his own uh, let me know in the comments section if you all know, but there's a lot of moves that <laughs> I'll think maybe got created over here. Fire up, uh, no pun intended, Fire Pro, and discover they were on there. Overall, man, just a really awesome episode of 205 Live this week. And uh, you know, I wonder what's going to happen with the cruiserweights. Are they going to th- be thrown into the Battle Royal? I hope so. They should. They should get their opportunity as well. You're, you're going to have them there. Just do it anyway. Just do it anyway. Why not? But 205 Live was a hell of a watch this week. Ring of Honor was not. Kingdom comes out and they say there's a Kingdom conspiracy. Ring of Honor loves doing these angles. You know, they had the the deal with the cabinet and every, it seems like every couple of years, a few years ago it was Cedric Alexander and uh, his manager and they just, they were suing Ring of Honor because they, there was a conspiracy and yada, yada, yada. And I get it. This one's played up like there is an actual conspiracy. But Bully Ray comes out and tells them to hit the bricks. 
and they're banned from uh, Supercard of Honor. Bully was, Bully Ray was just a little too present in this show, in my opinion. But, I mean, he's a guy that can do what he wants to do right now. He's going into the Hall of Fame and still appearing on Ring of Honor TV, and he's doing busted open radio. So good for him, man. He, he's all over the place right now. Uh, Mandy Leone against Kelly Klein. Man, Mandy is not good in the ring. Ring of Honor should just go full on with the she dates the ROH Booker thing. Because everybody knows that watches that show, I would imagine, I would say about 60 to 70% of their audience knows that Mandy Leone's dating Hunter Johnson, delirious. I mean, that's the type of fan that they generally attract, unless we're talking like their syndication viewers needing the pain-relieving knee braces and all that stuff. Also, I noticed that Ring of Honor on their Honor Club, they keep the commercials in, but they're owned by a broadcast company, so maybe. Uh, just Mandy's not good. She's slow. She's good from the top rope. She's got some good aerial offense. That's about the extent of it. She walked in and looked too excited to fight Kelly Klein. Based on the way that Kelly Klein's been booked in Ring of Honor, that doesn't make any sense. They gave Mandy Leone a lot in this match. They gave her 10 minutes. They gave her, uh, they gave her, her fin- uh, she gave her finish to Kelly Klein. When Deanna, or not Deanna, uh, when Mandy had Kelly Klein in her submission, Kelly fake tapped. Now, I don't know if that's because she was in danger, quote unquote, or if she was trying to pull one over, but they gave her that. They gave her that question. And they didn't have her tap. She passed out. And I was like, man, really? You're you're just, you're emptying the reserves for that one. Like, we get it. And she tapped out Shirai and stardom right out of the gate. So I don't know, man. Next match is <laughs> Hangman Page and Marty Scurll Bullet Club members against the boys. Marty Scurll comes out in a suit and immediately ta- tags out to to Hangman, who beats up the boys himself. And Dalton's on commentary. This was just good, entertaining stuff. I know some people don't like Marty Scurll's comedy deal. And once, like, I don't want to see a Ring of Honor championship match as a comedy gig with Marty Scurll and Dalton Castle. But you know that's a possibility. It's a real possibility with the lineup that they have for Supercard of Honor. Because that's not that's not the top of the bill. It's not second. It's maybe, it's maybe third. It might be behind the ladder match that we'll talk about, as well as Cody and Kenny Omega. So that's, man, that's... They, they've got the chops to do a comedy thing, but I just think that both guys are just so good that I want to see a serious match between the two. And maybe we will, but... I'll talk more about that next week on Fightful Select, where I make my predictions. You have uh, Flip Gordon. (laughs) Uh, Flip Gordon, man. Okay, so here's my issue with Flip Gordon. He is still really raw and white meat baby's face 1980s. You can see him physically looking for his next spot to happen. Like he's, he's anticipating it. And that's a problem to me. Uh, not not like a great problem or anything like that. It's it's not going to make me hate his matches forever or anything of, of that nature. But uh, it's the, the situation is like if you see it in his eyes, like him, him just watching, waiting for his opponent to do something so he can do his next spot, That's that one's a little rough for me. And, and I see that a lot out of him. 
and I mean, is is that like his role right now? Yeah, he's he's gonna he's gonna be the spot guy, especially in his next match. And he faced Scorpio Sky in this one. And Scorpio Sky is a ring veteran. It's the type of guy you want him in there with. But I mean, uh, it's just it's just something that I can't seem to get past during his matches. However, I don't think he's gonna have that problem in the match that uh, he's scheduled in now. He gets attacked uh, by SoCal Uncensored, which is Kazarian. Uh, Christopher Daniels and Scorpio Sky after the match, but the Young Bucks make the save and hug him, and they tease the, where do you think you're going? But then pull him in for a hug. Bully Ray makes the match. Flip Gordon and Young Bucks against SoCal Uncensored for the six-man tag team championships in a ladder match at Supercard of Honor. They are stacking the deck against NXT. That's going to be one of the most insane 24 hours of pro wrestling in, in history. In my opinion, Dangan Q says Flip's character work in BTE is great. It sure as hell is. He is phenomenal in BTE, as are most of the guys on BTE. And this week's BTE was largely surrounded by, or, or largely surrounding the, the, damn, lost my train of thought. It is almost one in the morning. The New Japan show, the Strong Style Evolved show, and Cody, <laughs> it showed him backstage giving uh, the rest or the ones he's friendly with the cast weight belts, which is kind of funny, but then it also showed him maybe not on such good terms with the young bucks. So uh, understandably that that caused some issues. So you can see that disintegration continue. I don't want to make it a redundant thing where we talk about the fracture of the bullet club each week, but you had that. And you also had hangman page all up in his head about Joey Ryan messing with him about his dick and making him drink his own pee. That's something I never thought that I would talk about on this podcast. And every time somebody said something to him, he thought that he was hearing something else. Also, there was the conflict of Matt Jackson and his kids that are like, you're fighting Kenny? I thought Kenny was your friend. So this this is such an entertaining program that advances each storyline. And it's, it's what you got. It's... It's just perfect for what Ring of Honor and what New Japan have. And it closed with the Young Bucks and Marty Skrull questioning if they could trust Cody. And now with the emergence of Marty Skrull as a main event guy, I wonder I wonder what happens with him. Does he need a bullet club? He's got a badass theme of his own. He's got his own stuff going on. He's got a world championship match. Kenny Omega's got a tag team with Kota Ibushi now. I don't know. I still think this all leads to eventually Tomatonga leading some new iteration of the Bullet Club. I don't know if Hikuleo's injury will slow that down or cause anything because I, I expected Tongaloa to go with Hikuleo and they be a tag team and Tongaloa be the leader of that. Also, you have Bad Luck Fale just lurking in the distance. Those are two aces to have up your sleeve to just throw out like they can put something into bad luck Fale and Tama Tonga, a couple guys who opted to stay with, with new Japan. Uh, Joe Coff spoke a little bit about some wrestlers staying with new Japan or staying with ring of honor and new Japan, as opposed to going to WWE and says, he's not surprised that Briscoe's and Jay lethal have done that. They've carved out their own path there. They're comfortable there. They're making good money there. Also said that, uh, Impact and Ring of Honor were, re- were 
were working together in order to make the Austin Aries thing happen and said that he thinks it's good for Impact's brand. I do too. I don't think it hurts Impact at all to have their champion on Ring of Honor's brand. I don't think it hurts them to have him lose either. Nothing but good stuff can come out of that for Impact Wrestling. At this point, and, and I can, I, I'm not a big fan of, of the, the Impact Wrestling product per se, but I am a fan of the direction that they're taking it. They have been called an indie with TV for a long time, and they just embraced it, and they said, you know what? We are an indie with TV. We are an indie with TV, and that's what we're going to be, and that's we're going to take it, and we're going to run with it, and they literally film at indies now. Are you going to do Lucha Underground review on here when it ter- returns? I'm going to attempt to. If not, maybe I'll have somebody on Fightful Select do that as well. Somebody says, how long do you think Rosemary will stay in Impact with the addition of Sue Young having a similar gimmick? So Impact traditionally, even during the Scott Demore days way back, they liked bringing people with similar gimmicks. Like, if you remember, Mel Muertes was in TNA Impact as uh, as Judas Macias, and he feuded with Black Rain and Abyss and all that. So they liked to, to compare and contrast those. I think Rosemary will be in Impact Wrestling either as long as she wants to or as long as they can afford her. Because if they do the thing where at the end of the year they try to make her take a, a pay cut, then there's there's an issue there. I have a little bit more Impact Wrestling news for you all. This is actually going to be in the Fightful Wrestling Weekly. Check out our good friends over at Pro Wrestling Unlimited who do a great video for that. Uh, so EC3 finished up on Impact Wrestling TV last week and started on NXT TV this week. I was told that that wasn't anything contractual because a lot of people were like, oh, is he allowed to compete uh, there? Or was, did he have to wait until he's written off uh, Impact TV? No, that it just happened that way. It just happened that he finished up on Impact TV last Thursday and appeared on NXT TV this Wednesday. Now, of course, he appeared in the crowd prior, but... Yeah, that, that's just kind of cool. Uh, I, I really enjoyed his segment last week because Impact, their social media game has been on point lately. And them really poking fun at the fact that everybody knew what briefcase that EC3 was going to get in the feast. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. 
It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. They're fired. I thought it was really funny and really clever. And they even filmed a, a skit that I was told was Tyrus's idea where before EC3's briefcase reveal, he's like, I'm going to, I'm going to get the championship. I'm going to get the championship. And like a new star would walk by every few seconds and be like, Oh, he's getting fired. He is getting fired. And uh, a lot of people in impact still think very highly of EC3 and Laurel Van Ness, especially for continuing to promote their appearances, even though they're not on the show anymore. So, um, that, that definitely endears them to the backstage environment that they are no longer in in Impact Wrestling. Uh, I mean, since this is the non-Raw and SmackDown show, I can go ahead and talk about this too. I interviewed Joey Janela this week, and the full interview is on Fightful.com and Fightful's YouTube. we got tons of articles coming up. He talked about how Gilbert got drunk off his ass last year and no-showed. He got drunk with Barry Hardy and no-showed, and that he was afraid that Earl Hebner was going to do the same thing. Told me that Adam Page was the agent for the infamous clusterfuck match that ended up running over time and started rather late. <laughs> the main event featured Dan Severn, who drove all the way down to Florida from Michigan because he wanted to bring some sparring equipment with him. Now, I've interviewed Dan Severn several times. He prepares his own press releases, and they're awesome. But the man is – I don't want to say he's full of himself because he's not full of himself. But the man is supremely confident in his abilities and his accomplishments that he has acquired throughout his career. And he takes himself very seriously, as he should. He's one of the greatest fighters of all time. Uh, Janela told me that Severn was a good sport about the match, too. And he really went at Flow Slam, uh, who broadcast last year's show. Now, the new ones uh, next week are going to be on WWN Live. I also have an interview up with Luke Hawks. I'll talk about that in a minute. So, uh, Janela said that Flow Slam tried to contact him and cut Game Changer Wrestling out. Game Changer were the ones that helped him promote the show and are helping Matt Riddle promote uh, the Blood Sports show. But uh, he thought that that was really shitty on their behalf and said that the announcers last year got a lot of criticism from Flow Slam producers. Now, I can say the, the, the announcers were doing a really bad job last year. They And it was a mess. It was a mess of a show, but it was a great show. But they were talking over ring announcers and stuff like that. You can't do that. Uh, he also told me that Glacier wouldn't job to him at AIW, which he kind of took took offense to since he gave Glacier a little resurgence and um, said that he knew on the night of last year's show that there was going to be a next one and told me about the negotiation process of getting great Sasuke because, my God, man, that's – that's a big one. Great Sasuke was one of the people that introduced me to Japanese wrestling. And when I started, I would always try to hit the, the swanton to a standing opponent, which they didn't appreciate. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. Somebody says, who is ready for Lucha Underground versus Impact Wrestling? I got a little flack from Impact PR because I asked Sanjay Dutta a question on this week's teleconference about whether or not he would be going to the Hall of Fame to support Jeff Jarrett because they're buddies. And, you know, I, I don't look at the schedule really until the week of. I, I've assigned things to people like we were going to have coverage of the Impact and Lucha Underground uh, show without a doubt. But I didn't realize it was on against the Hall of Fame. So they were like, hey, maybe don't do that. And I was like, yeah, my bad. Honest mistake. But, yeah, that's the kind of indie news right now. Also, New Japan Pro Wrestling confirmed to me this week that they are working with Rev Pro on a series of UK events this summer that will air before they come back to Long Beach, or San Francisco, rather, 
So keep your eyes out on that. Uh, the, I did get that confirmation from a from a New Japan source. Hot dog. Next up is NXT. There was a lot of William Regal on this show, and I'm not saying that's a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. I actually kind of like how he was woven in and out of this. He tells uh, Ciampa outside that he's going to face Gargano, and if he wins, then Gargano's banished. But if Gargano wins, he's back in NXT. It was smart to film this outside because you were able to keep that kind of under wraps until now. And NXT is very good about that. They will film stuff and you will assume that you've read the spoiler. So you know what's going to happen. No, you got to watch that show to know what's going to happen. Back in the ring, William Regal announces the North American championship. The first one we've seen since the NWA North American championship. Shout out to Tim and Nick of pro wrestling unlimited and, you know, I don't know why Nick has that that NWA North American Championship, but whatever. To each his own, my friend. EC3 comes out, cuts a great promo. I mean, this was top-level introduction stuff. And, I mean, does he need an introduction, especially in Orlando? You know, almost like he's used to cutting good promos in Orlando or something. But that's a guy I've interviewed probably four or five different times. Has always been great, always willing to do outside-the-box content, so glad to see him in that match. Uh, Throughout the evening, other people get added to this match. Adam Cole's added. Velveteen Dream shows up. He requests to get added, and William Regal says, you know what? You do deserve it. Uh, Velveteen Dream's delivery is so different and awkward and odd but I think it's going to work for him because his character is different and awkward and odd. Like his posture is awkward. His movements are awkward. The way that he throws strikes and the way that he bumps is awkward, but I like it. I like it. Hopefully he's got his personal stuff straightened up because that man is quickly turned into a must watch performer. And there are a lot of guys that I'm ready to see mix it up, but EC3's intro promo thumbs up. TM61 are being interviewed, and uh, Ember and Shayna get into it in the background. This was great. It took all of 30 seconds for this angle to get them on TV and get me significantly hyped for this match. I'm ready for it. What I want to see, ooh, I'm so ready for it. I was ready for it last time. Ember Moon to go for the eclipse but get caught in that rear naked choke as she's doing it. Oh, man. Twan Max says, is EC3 WWE homegrown? Well, it depends on your definition of homegrown. He was in AIW. He wrestled for a long time before he ever got to WWE or FCW or anything like that. But he he's an NXT OG. He was there when it was a game show. If you want to look up some of the greatest stuff on WWE programming uh, in the last maybe six, seven years, go look up Derek Bateman and Daniel Bryan. Those two guys were pure entertainment together. Dusty Rhodes tag classic. Authors of Pain. Against Street Profits, man, Montez Ford was made to look like a real dipshit here. What else can I say? Angelo's made to look pretty good early on, but the Street Profits momentum was was stopped pretty quickly. And in in short order, I hope they recover from this. But, I mean, it's Authors of Pain. You know, come on. That's like if Elias loses to Brock Lesnar. Well, okay. Well, okay. Uh, Twan Max says, I knew EC3 was in FCW. Never knew he had indie ex- prior indie experience. 
Yeah, in our Wikipedia fact check, shout out to that series, by the way. Check that out, Fightful.com. I think his first match was like 1999 or something like that. Or no, 2002. It was 2002 uh, that he had his first match, but he actually appeared on Heat where he, he lost to Viscera and Charlie Haas back in Viscera's humping days. And then uh, he was in a DX segment with Cesaro where they were police officers. We talked about that as well. Lars Sullivan over John Silver. John Silver is <laughs> the short little orange, but he is jacked, man, for a guy that size. This is a squash, and it's the first time I've seen Lars' finisher look like really impressive. Love his theme, though. He is also added to this ladder match. And he says, I appreciate it, but I want, I want to fight Killian Dane. William Regal says, boy, are you in luck? Because he's in it too. Cool, more names. David Barnes says, UFC and NXT TakeOver, same day. Is that good or bad? Well, it's good for you all. It's not that swell for me. (laughs) Uh, I've talked about my schedule there. I will be doing, I think, three shows that night. I'll be doing NXT. I'll be doing UFC. And then probably in the wee hours beyond that, I'll be doing ring of honor hopefully i can take all those in i will have all three screens going for that we see uh alistair black and almas fighting in the parking lot it's insinuated that almas uh jumped alistair black i don't know about doing two of these brawls in one match or one one show but they, they fight out to the front where dakota kai was supposed to have a match and i guess just didn't she came out to the ring and they just, no match for her. Whatever. Your time's gone. Okay. Almost tried to drown Black at one point. Whatever. I don't need a lot of hype for this. Uh, you you're telling me that Alistair is getting attacked because he made fun of Zelina for being short? Now, the way that she played it off, I believe it. Because she was screaming at him and she was phenomenal. But that was, that was dumb. Alm- uh, Black is better uh, seen and not heard. Jacko Bean 14 says Lars might win the Andre Battle Royal. Possible, Sean. Yeah, it's possible. He's the type of guy Vince McMahon would love to have, but I, I wonder if we see any of those guys from that ladder match the next night. Uh, sanity against Strong and Dunn. Man, I still love that uh, Eric Young wheelbarrow neckbreaker. His elbow drop is great, too. This is solid tag team action. Nothing too over the top. Just good sound work. And then that finish where they... Well, I mean, you know I love Roderick Strong's finish. It's amazing. It's one of the best finishes in wrestling, in my opinion. But uh, they kind of combine their finishes, they being strong and done, pronouns. Thank you, Bruce Pritchard. But um, they got the win. I'm okay with that. Uh, I just... I don't want Sanity to be lost in the shuffle. They're very good at what they do. They're they're a unique act. They're a special act. They're such a utility act. But you, you had to go with Strong and Done here. They they deserve the spot. At some point, you just got to extend these NXT pay-per-views to three hours. You got four championships on the show now. You're going to have to have some secondary feuds, some entry-level feuds, some non-title feuds. Go ahead and make your show three hours. That's what I want. So, as I mentioned, there were like five Regal segments tonight, 
or that night, and I thought it was pretty good. He didn't overwhelm the show, but he closed it by revealing the sixth member of the North American Championship ladder match, one Ricochet, fellow Kentuckian, might I add. That is a hell of an addition. So now you got Killian Dane, Lars Sullivan, EC3, Adam Cole, Velveteen Dream, and Ricochet. And Ricochet is your only really prototypical high flyer there. Adam Cole can do some of it. Velveteen Dream can do some of it, but we'll see. Sakura Genesis, April 1st, 3 a.m. Eastern. I'm going to try to do some sort of like miniature recap video. I don't want to be obligated to do it. It's Easter, but, you know, I will cover some of the bigger matches and happenings on that show in some form, whether it be on the Raw, post-show, or whatever I do. It will be talked about. Uh, somebody says, oh, what do you think about Fabian Eichner? So it's funny. I, I really love him in the ring. I got to see him live at in Orlando, and he botched a spot where he does the the leap from the ring to the top rope and springboards outside, and he almost killed himself. It was really dangerous against Cassius Ono. Good match, though. But in a weird way, it like built, because when he did it again, because they had the ability to retape there, everybody knew it was coming, and they popped for it even bigger when it happened. So after that, I inquired about Fabian Eichner to my Performance Center contacts, and he drew a lot of comparisons to Cesaro. Now, man, if you're drawing comparisons to Cesaro, both in personality and in the ring and work ethic, I'm told. That's that's three things, not both. That's pretty good. That's a pretty ringing endorsement from the the couple of people that I talked to. And I was talking to two people at once when when I asked them about this, and they were both like, yeah, Cesaro, that, that's who he – he's a dead ringer for him inside and outside the ring. And I was like, ah, yeah, he's going to do fine in that event. Again, guys – Make sure you all check out Fightful Select starting Monday. It will be at patreon.com slash Fightful. You get all those little nuggets like that, little behind-the-scenes stuff. But uh, you can also check that out in the Fightful Wrestling Weekly every Friday morning. Sakura Genesis, let's run through this card. Bullet Clubs, Chase Owens and Takahashi against the Young Bucks. Young Bucks are winning that. Come on, don't even mess with me. Chase Owens is there to eat the pin. Chaos is Tomohiro Ishii and Toru Yano against Suzuki Gun Taichi and Tazu- Takashi Zuka. Ishii is, I hope he wins because I hate Zuka. Oh, why do they keep bringing him in here? I might skip that match. Tanahashi, Juice Robinson, David Finley against Chaos's Jay White, Hiroki Goto, and Yoshihashi. To me, this is more about who you're building, uh, Finley or Jay White. And I think they got to get get a pin for Finley here. So I think he's going to win. Speaking of, I'll probably have to go back and change my Secure Genesis picks that I sent to David Tease because of this. Because I didn't really let that cross my mind. LIJ's Tetsuya Naito, Evil, and Sonata against Suzuki Zune. That's Suzuki, Lance Archer, Davey Boy Smith. Man, they like to protect all those guys on Suzuki Goon. Uh, but I think you got you to gotta give LIJ the win there i think it's it's the right thing to do i mean they're they're a hot act and right now naito's just floating around a man's just floating around golden lovers against cody and hangman page you can't have the golden lovers lose you got to have them keep winning so you can solidify them as among the greatest tag teams in the world but that's one that i'm super stoked for i love everything in this bullet club feud 
Bullet Club's Bad Luck Fale, Tama Tonga, and Tonga Loa against Michael Elgin, Togi Makabe, and Taguchi. Going with Bullet Club here. I, that's another thing. I think if you want to push Tama Tonga as an eventual leader of Bullet Club as his own, and he is one of the OGs of it, you give him this win. Also, just do it. Yeah, Makabe, Elgin, Taguchi. Come on. What, they're they're going to get hurt by losing to Bullet Club? No way. Osprey versus Marty Skrull. I think Osprey's winning this since Marty Skrull has that Ring of Honor World Championship match. Although that would be a good story, him having a junior heavyweight championship and having a heavyweight world championship. That would be very cool to see. Suzuki Goons, El Desperado, and uh, Kanemaru against Roppongi 3K versus LIJ's Takahashi and Bushi. I would love to see LIJ win here. Takahashi's incredibly over. I love Sho and Yo's uh, Dominator and Cutter. That's one of my favorite moves in wrestling. I think we have new champions here. Uh, Suzuki Goon just doesn't do it for me. At least that combination. In the ring, sure, but I'd rather go with LIJ. Okada versus Zack Sabre. I don't think there's any question here. Any question. Okada's winning this. It's his 11th title defense. That is, that would be a record. Tied for a record with Tanahashi. And like I said, I, I want to hear what you guys think. It's scripted. It's not real, obviously. However, in uh, Okada's 648 days, he's had 10 title defenses. Tanahashi had 11 in his 404 days. And yes, I, I thought last week that Nagata had 11. No, uh, Tanahashi had 11. I wish WWE would make a bigger deal out of this, like their televised defenses, because or televised and MSG, whatever the hell you want to use the criteria as, should be important. I mean, look at what it's become a storyline in UFC. Mighty Mouse Johnson became, you know, it was a storyline in his last fight. But Tanahashi getting it done in less than two-thirds of the amount of time. And at this point, if if you're going with Okada right now, just go ahead and Give him the two-year mark. Why not? Like, what? You going to have him lose at Dominion or something? No. No, he's not going to lose at Dominion. So just have him go ahead and reach the two-year mark. Because if they don't, you know what New Japan will do because it's the type of thing they'll do. Well, can he ever have a two-year reign? Will he ever be able to do it? My God. Guys, follow me at Sean Ross App. Leave me a thumbs up. Subscribe. I am really excited to launch Fightful Select. I want to thank Pat Fannin and Andrew uh, Thompson. They've helped alleviate some of the pressure that I've had working this job (laughs) and allowed me to create content for you guys for this Fightful Select service, and I'm really, really excited for it. So every single month you're getting two Q&A podcasts. You're getting a retro podcast. You are getting at least four Weekender podcasts. You're getting a members-only podcast, likely every month. You're getting two short, dark match commentary shows. That's 10 right off the bat. That's just us getting started. That's just, that's the introductory offer of Fightful Select, my friends. That, in addition to our uh, photo galleries, uh, like I said, the tier up, you can get access to interviews that, will not be released for months. Like there's a lot of stuff that I do and I kind of put on the back burner, wait for the right time to release it. 
I have a host of interviews coming up this week. So uh, I hope that you all enjoy Fightful, and I hope that you all continue to support Fightful on this premium service. But like I said, all the stuff that has been free on Fightful.com will be free on Fightful.com. So I hope that you all have enjoyed this podcast. Uh, and if you if you want to keep checking it out, please support us on uh, Fightful Select. But guys, thank you all so much. Get those questions in for the first ever Fightful Select Q&A uh, show, which I think I'll probably do one next week and one the week after WrestleMania, because why not? Until next time. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.